Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, December 13th, 2019. <laughs> I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, the last Friday the 13th of this decade. Yay. Big deal here. I'm not, I I'm, know. I'm not a big astrology person um, at all, uh, uh, but I, I know that for whatever reason, you see weird stuff happen in emergency rooms and stuff on mm -hmm, Friday the 13th, mm -hmm. on full moons. I think there was a full moon last night. I mean, it's... I think so. It's a lot for people get who all turn the into werewolves. superstition coming out. Yeah. So if you are a werewolf, I hope you had a, uh, <laughs> a good week. Um, I'm sure you did if you're a werewolf. I think most weeks are good for you, probably, if you're a werewolf. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I would feel, I, I think that would be, like, painful. I don't want, I don't want to assume the, what the werewolf is doing with their life. But. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. It, it seems painful, the transformation. But, mm, maybe. Uh, Either way, one thing I want to drop in here before we get into the show, I don't have really a recommendation section, but the cast of Jagged Little Pill performed on Good Morning America on Thursday morning, and I think I think that this performance was incredibly emblematic of the show itself. You get some great vocals, but it's also a little wonky because, like, the, the Broadway vocal style doesn't mm. really fit exactly, but it's still good. But it's yeah. kind of like overly earnest, and then it's like the lyrics don't actually say anything, but it's still compelling, and you still watch it and like it. So it's just it's really, weird. It's, like, it's really a mixed bag show. Yeah, it so really much. is. So, uh, and I just have to say, like, I love uh, Catherine and Celia. Like, they are both mm -hmm. so good, and and uh, and and Lauren Patton as well. But all three of those are going to be huge stars. Um, from this show, I'm Catherine Gallagher has had a you know she's a little bit maybe more forward uh, than a lot of people because she's had a Broadway show under her credit before. Lauren Patton's sure. been around for a while sure. too, but Celia Rose Gooding is is really really fantastic. So um, check out that video if you're on the fence about whether you want to see Jagged Little Pill or not because I think it will tell you very much the style of what you're going to see on the Broadway. I'm still excited about it. I hope I can see it as soon as I get back into town. Yeah, I feel like you are that's... in Atlanta right now. I am in Atlanta, yeah. And speaking of the Friday the 13th superstition, I specifically chose to not fly on Friday the 13th ah, for that very reason. Good. Yeah, because we re record on on the night yeah. before, obviously. Oh, yes. Uh, Spoilers, and yeah. so it is, uh, yeah, so you did not. So you are superstitious. I'm a little superstitious, yeah. Even though okay. 13 is my lucky number. So okay. it really means nothing. Yeah. Well, if your <laughs> lucky number is uh, 13, like Ashley, head over to yeah. patreon.com and spread some of that luck around. Ooh, we nice. would love it there. And also, Ashley, it might not have happened on Friday the 13th. It happened on Thursday the 12th. But we got some really great news on Thursday. Mm -hmm. This is the biggest Broadway specific news it's not the biggest news in theatrical world from thursday we will get to that but leading off the show we have the fact that the roundabout theater company announced who would be joining olivier winner sharon c clark in the upcoming broadway revival of tony kushner and janine tesori's caroline or change in the company will be john cariani as i teased on yesterday's show as stewart tamika lawrence as dotty Casey Levy as Rose, Jonah Mussolino as Noah, Chip Zion as Mr. Stopnik, Erica Jackson as The Washing Machine, and more. And if you're saying, there's a character of The Washing Machine, oh yeah, if you don't know Carolina or Change, The, the Washing Machine's legit. Uh, I don't remember <laughs> I who like played. It. 
I don't remember who played the washing machine originally, but it was, hold on, let me see if I can figure that out. Um, oh, it was Capathia Jenkins. So, like, if Capathia Jenkins is doing oh, right. that role, like, you know this is a big role. Like, Chuck Cooper played the dryer. So, like, this is legit. Uh, so, those if you hear that and you think, well, that's really dumb, it's not. It's amazing. Um, there will be additional casting announced later, most notably who will be playing Emmy, Caroline's daughter, originally mm. played by Anika Noni Rose on Broadway. Now, Ashley, quick trivia mm. question for you. I'm going to pull out my Peter Felicia hat here. This is oh, not boy. nearly as complicated as Peter's questions, but... I said earlier that the always wonderful Tamika Lawrence will be playing Dottie Moffat in the production. Yeah. Do you know who originated that role both off and then on Broadway? Oh, God. Um, I can picture her face. Oh, really? Okay. So I, I didn't know if you would even uh, have this one. I can't remember her name, though, and I feel awful. But no, who is it? It is one Chandra Wilson. Yes. Okay. Who, who has been uh, away from Broadway almost uh, yes. exclusively since 2005 because she plays Dr. Miranda Bailey on Grey's Anatomy. Right. Uh, the only time she's come back to Broadway since then was Chicago, for a turn. Chicago, right? Correct. Yes, yeah. Chicago. She did a run as Matron Mama Morton, but she was also in um, uh, On the Town in 1998. Yes. She was an understudy for Gary Coleman. For the Gary Coleman role, not actually Gary oh, yeah. Coleman, in yeah. Avenue Q. Um, so, uh, but nice to, whenever Grey's Anatomy ends in like, I don't know, 2037, nice it's to get gonna her back. It's going to outlive us all. Her, to be... Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll, all, we'll all be gone. The earth yeah. will be gone. But Chandra Wilson and Grey's Anatomy will <laughs> still be there. And good for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so Ashley, what do, what do you think of the uh, uh, of this group of folks Coming back to Broadway oh, with this uh, beloved show. Yeah, no, this is a great cast, and I'm a massive fan of John Cariani and Chip Zion especially, so I'll mm -hmm. be thrilled to always see them on Broadway. I am not overly familiar with Carolina Change, so that's always incredibly exciting to get to get acquainted with a show that I don't know as much about as I would like to. So this yeah. is this is obviously a show that... People are anticipating it was big news when it was announced, and I think the cast is great for this. I'm hugely looking forward to this production currently. I'm always, yeah. I always get tentative <laughs> yeah. the closer well, we get to productions, of course. Well, two things about this. One, mm -hmm. the variety and breadth of work that Janine Tesori has turned out in her career is oh my God. remarkable. To go yeah. from like thoroughly modern Millie to this, and then you throw in Shrek, and then you throw mm -hmm. in Violet. Like the types, the different types of stuff that she not only does but excels in is there's remarkable. There's a common, there's a common thread in her work that you can say, oh, Brilliant. that's... Yes, definitely. <laughs> you know, you can tell that there's some Janine Tesori in there, but as an overall thing, I mean, the genres are so different, the styles are so different. I think she's one of those very unmatched people in totally. theater songwriting. Yeah, and then the other thing is, is last year we were all kind of like, nah, in terms of the best revival of a musical category. Yeah. The best revival for a musical this year is going to it's be blow, lit. Blow it up. Yeah, uh, the, the marquee for the Broadway revival of Company went up on Thursday. <laughs> Ashley is giddy. I'm surprised she flew <laughs> out on that day. Um, but between that, this weird 
modern art West Side Story and Caroline or Change. Mm. Um, really going to be an interesting category to see how that plays out down the stretch. Will actually be exciting for once, unlike last year's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's just there's there was like two revivals last year, and so right, no. it's like let's. There's only three this year, I think. But I mean, they're all like major cornerstones of this theatrical season. So mm-hmm. either way. All right, Ashley, I mentioned earlier that while the Carolina Change casting is big news from the Broadway perspective, the biggest news in the theatrical world yesterday was something else altogether. And that is that Warner Brothers released the first trailer for next summer's film adaptation of In the Heights. And man, Ashley, did this thing get positive reaction online. The images in this trailer are beautiful and there are some incredibly cinematic views um, and some set pieces one including a pool and another with Benny and Nino walking up an apartment building wall. It's really, really gorgeous. And you would expect nothing. If you saw uh, Crazy Rich Asians, you would expect that director John Chu would be able to, right. to do something uh, inventive and bright and Very colorful. lush. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, so it was gorgeous. And to me, the thing that I most appreciated, actually, is the fact that they weren't afraid to show the fact that this is a musical which so many movie trailers (laughs) try to avoid at all costs there was singing there was dancing i think robbie roselle said that it was groundbreaking to see (laughs) actual singing in a Uh, movie musical trailer (laughs) hey cats catch up here yeah but it felt it felt like the in the heights that we know and love however there were some obvious changes for the film version that were revealed in the trailer. First, it starts with a bit of a framing device of a somewhat older Usnavi, played by Anthony Ramos, telling the story of his block to a bunch of kids on a little yeah. beachside bar slash drink stand. Um, and that beach does not look like it was on Long Island. There were way too many uh, <laughs> uh, palm trees and such for it to be anywhere in New York. So yeah. that's very interesting. And we actually, don't have in, palm trees. Yeah, no palm trees up on Long Island. Um, but in an article breaking down the trailer, director John Chu said, quote, We're in a different era. Washington Heights is past gentrification. It's happened. It's less about let's fight the mayor and make sure we stay in our building and more about the changed happened. So what are the most important things to pass forward? Our ancestors came here with bags in their hands. So what are we putting in our bags to pass on to our kids? I loved this idea of having an older Usnavi looking back on his life. It was really helpful for us in the structure of the movie. So obviously no spoilers here, but if you know um the story of in the heights he usnavi always talks about heading down uh uh, to 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 i don't i'm trying to think of the name of the town uh, in the song but either way to to heading down uh, to the islands and setting up a bar and you know he doesn't do it in the show so obviously something has changed Mm -hmm. here and it'll be really interesting um we also realize that the film takes place now rather than a decade or so ago when the musical premiered um it it seems like dreamers and the revocation of daca play an important role in the film um it was pretty much confirmed that we what we have been speculating on this show here for months since they started rolling out the casting announcements that camilla rosario is no longer part of this story um so that is disappointing but we kind of knew it already but it was more or less confirmed here so Ashley, I love the trailer. I, I think that there's going to be much more depth and 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 pathos in the film than there was on stage, just because 
musicals on stage don't have the opportunity to give that depth. Um, but I think this is also going to be a really, really successful film. And I don't know if that's mm-hmm. just because In the Heights is one of my three or four favorite shows of all time. Sure, so yeah. I might be a prisoner of the moment. Sure. But I really think that this is going to be a lot more than just a fun summer musical film. I think it's going to have yeah, a lot of a, a lot of positive success. Absolutely. What did you think? It's been a while since I've been excited about a movie musical. Uh, this uh, speaking of cats, cats this, isn't doing it for you. Uh, well, I mean, it's exciting uh, me in a different other way. ways. Right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> we all love to see a train wreck. Uh, I mean, this looks like a movie musical I've never seen before. It's theatrical. It's lush, as I said with Choose Movie, and it's very true to the feel and the emotion that Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote the show with, but it's also very cinematic and modern. Totally. It it looks like a movie other, uh, other than... Yeah, yeah, att- yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Other, other than an attempt to make the, the musical try and fit the media. But it, it, it's timely, as you mentioned, which I think is important. I think it just looks incredible. I was so excited to see it pop up yesterday and to see the reception it got. I think everyone's kind of on the same page with it that it looks like something that we haven't seen before. It's not a total rehash of the story that we saw on stage. And I think that's going to be for the better. Yeah, I mean, look, Kiara Alegria Cooties is uh, an amazing playwright. Yes. And the fact that she's getting the opportunity to rewrite her book as a screenplay opens mm-hmm. up so much more depth to that than Absolutely. if they had someone else do it. Yes. Um, so I'm very excited that Kiara is writing it. And, and I, I just think that this is going to be really important. I mean, and and we know we say it all the time and people in theater say it all the time, but representation matters. The fact that this is yeah. a, a musical about Latin people singing about Latin lives um, and it's going to get this big budget rollout and because of who Lynn is it's going to get a lot of attention. Already groundbreaking. Yeah, yeah it's it's huge and um, I'm very excited about it. So, so much so. Especially because it comes out on my birthday. So. Oh, yay! It's yeah, yeah, so. the best birthday gift of all. Yeah, uh, hopefully. They knew. I'm, they knew. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm going to get to see a press screening to see it early, but we'll see. <sighs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> Ashley, let's close out the week with some show and casting news. First up, on Thursday, it was announced that the creative team behind Broadway's Be More Chill will reunite for a production of that musical in Chicago this spring. Performances will begin on April 17th at the Apollo Theater in the Windy City. Next, it was announced that a new musical based on the life of Richie Valens will begin development in Southern California next year and is aiming for Broadway. The show will be written by Richard Montoya with original music by Louis Perez and David Hidalgo of the legendary band Los Lobos. Uh, that's a big deal there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Tony Tacone, who's the artistic director of Berkeley Rep and uh, directs, I think, pretty much all of... Um, um, oh, Latin History for Morons. Uh, John, John Yeah, John Leguizamo. Yeah. D- directs John Leguizamo's shows, does a lot of one-person shows. He will be directing this as well. Also on Thursday, New York Signature Theater announced that they were extending the world premiere of Katori Hall's new play, The Hot Wing King, directed by Steve H. Steve H. Broadnax. The show will begin performances on February 11th and will now play until March 22nd. And finally, Ashley, last 
Thursday or Friday, I for Saturday, I don't All know what them. day it was. We couldn't figure it out. All yeah, we never really uh, nailed that down. But Nickelodeon's broadcast of the SpongeBob musical live on stage drew 1.7 total, 1.7 million total viewers, and was the number one viewed telecast across nice. all of TV in that incredibly important six through eleven year old <laughs> demographic. Lots Trust of me. lots of disposable income yeah. there. Um, <laughs> No, actually, I haven't watched the whole thing, but I've watched a good chunk of it. Uh, and well, I definitely even think had it a loses. Screener. Oh, man. Yeah, ain't nobody got time for that. Oh. Uh, but I do think it loses a little bit of not being in that immaculately designed, oh, semi immersive sure. palace theater. But otherwise, I think the film version maintained a lot of what made the stage so stage show special. Sure. Uh, so I'm really glad that it is living on and and was viewed by so many people. I loved it so much. It's a very rare occasion where I will actually buy things. And as soon as I found out that it was available online for three bucks, that's the quickest I've ever bought anything in my yeah. life. <laughs> and then immediately watched it. Yeah, I absolutely missed the immersiveness of being uh, at the palace and being surrounded by that absolute sensory overload of a set in the best way. I mean, it's a joy factory. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Absolutely. But uh, I am but... so glad it's been preserved forever. Uh, those performances, I mean, I will uh, be bitter about Ethan Slater losing that Tony until the day I die. Oh, and, and love the Shalhoub. Love Shalhoub. Of course, Shalhoub. yeah. But, no downplaying Shalhoub, however. Come on now. And who did was that the year that Gavin Creel won instead of Gavin Lee? Was that was that was that that year? Or am I misremembering the years? I think Either way, those are Gavin Lee years. also should have young. Either way, was, was won. that? I thought that was when Ariel Stashel won as well. Oh right, right, right. of course, yeah. right because because uh, Shalhoub the same year. Yeah, you're right. Um, again, nothing against Ariel no, Stashel. Amazing. However, Gavin Gavin Lee grew two extra legs to and do that. tap danced with all four of them. Ugh. That ain't easy, folks. God. To get two extra appendages. Bitter. That's dedication. Bitter. That's dedication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ashley, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No This Is Ashley. All right, everybody, head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. Have a wonderful weekend. James and crew will be back on Sunday with this week on Broadway. And then someone will be back with you on Monday. Ashley is gallivanting across uh, hot Atlanta. So, Georgia, uh, yeah. Yeah, little Georgia, yeah. That's a jo- good <laughs> I do declare. Um, <laughs> So, hey, you lived here, you know. I did, I did. I lived there for a while. So, um, so Ashley's schedule will be a little up in the air, but someone yeah. will be here to talk to you on Monday and recap all of the news from Friday and the weekend. Have a great time, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.